Well, good morning and welcome to another edition from The Plotting Shed. Once again, it's a very beautiful sunny morning. I'm recording this in a different part of the house at the moment because obviously the world right now in March 2020 is a very different place. I hope wherever you are, you are all staying safe, staying indoors, washing your hands. My goodness, what a bonkers world we are living in. Um, who would have thought one of the smallest particles that we know about can create such devastation? But there we are. That's that's the way of the world right now. Never before, really, have, have you actually come to appreciate how lovely having a garden is. I mean, under a lockdown scenario, the ability just to be able to walk outside and go and sit in the garden and get some fresh air is is just mind-blowingly vital. So for all of you who do have a garden... I hope you enjoy being in it. For all of those of you who sadly don't have access to a garden, I hope you can get out in the fresh air and enjoy yourself. So yes, this was a, will be a slightly shorter um, podcast for obvious reasons that I now have my entire household working from home. So I'm recording this very early in the morning so you don't hear all the noise of everyone else clattering around in the house because we're all trying to work from home. And so I was thought I would talk about something that you never really read about or hear about when you look at gardening and garden design books um, or you see television makeover programs and we're all shown these beautiful gardens aren't they i mean no no garden design book ever puts an ordinary garden on there it's always a photograph or a picture of this most amazing immaculate looking place that's there's not a leaf out of place you can't see a munch hole everything is beautifully clean and tidy and there's all the plants are upright and there's nothing on the path, there's no weeds, there's there's just not anything anywhere. Um, and although it's lovely to have a look in the pictures, it's not really very realistic portrayal of what gardens are, are they? Because gardens are messy places, let's face it. Stuff blows in from outside and stuff drops down from above. Things flop over and leaves die back and leaves fall off and the garden is a constant produces a constant stream of, of debris. And this was one of my earliest mistakes when I first ever got my garden, is that I did probably what a lot of people do, and you sit there thinking, oh, I'd love, you know, we'll put a patio here, or let's have a nice path here. And I looked in the magazines, and I looked in the books, and I thought, oh, that, that, that looks really lovely, that patio. I love that stone, or I love those shingles or those lovely cobbly stones, you know, the decorative stones, we'll put a pile of those there, that will look really lovely, because it looks lovely in the pictures. But over the years, you know, and as I've developed plant plots, I suddenly realised that when you're looking at creating a design and what you're doing to, or building a patio or laying a path or whatever thing, we're looking at it from the wrong perspective, or we're not considering all the aspects before we create and do the landscaping. So what I mean is this, you know, you as you say, you look in the pictures, you go to the builders merchants, you go to the garden centres and you choose something to put down in the garden there. So you sort of thinking, oh yes, let's have a nice shingle path going down through the garden because I can, shingle's good, I can walk on shingle all through the year and it's always said to be, it's a cheap, low maintenance alternative to paving and all those other things. And you put the shingle, the, the shingle path down the garden and what haven't you considered before you've done it is how you're going to keep it clear. 
what is going to blow onto the path, grow into the path, what's going to fall down onto it, all through the year, because you have to clear it up. Nobody wants to have a path covered in leaves and detritus. So it requires maintenance. And this is where a lot of the faff factor of gardening comes in, is that we put, we, we impose a design on the garden. We look at doing things to the garden without looking at what the garden will do to the design. And so as gardeners, you really need to plan for the debris. And then you determine how that will affect your design. What will fall down on the garden and how easy is it for you to clear it up? Because those things won't change. If you have a large tree outside your garden and the birds love roosting in it, they are going to bird poop. Now, that bird poop will appear in your garden, generally in a place. And we always know, you know, some poor people have to park their cars on the road and in the morning it's covered in bird poop. It's really annoying. So putting something underneath or near that tree, even though it may look really lovely, if that is constantly covered in bird poop that's very obvious, it's going to be a chore and it's going to be a pain and it's going to create you aggravation to clear it up. So this is what I mean. So when you're looking at any design in the garden, work out what is going to be blown onto, fall onto, or flop onto whatever you're planning on putting. And then you need to sit there thinking is, how do I clear that up? Can I blow it away with using a leaf blower? Do I have to rake it away? Can I sweep it away? Or do I have to pick it up? Because the way that you clear up the debris will determine the hard landscaping that you need to put underneath it. So let's just say, for example, shingle. Now, shingle is fine. Shingle, you can rake shingle. That's, that's fairly easy. You can blow dried leaves off shingle. But under a pine tree, you can't. Nothing shifts pine needles. The pine needles stick into the shingle. So if you wanted to have a nice, clear shingle, shingle path, it just won't happen because it will be full of pine needles that you have to hand pick out. There, for example, you would want to have a, a path that you can easily sweep. If, again, you had a part of the garden that you were sitting there thinking, right, I'd really like to have a, a, a patio here. And again, you've got elderflowers nearby or outside the garden. There's a, you know, the, and the birds roost in the trees nearby and you know that you're not going to stop that. Well, elderflower produces berries and the berries the birds love. And when the birds poop them, you get purple bird poo. Now, that's fine, that's part of nature, that's what it is. But if you put, for example, a beautiful stone, porous stone patio under where those birds are going to poop, or wooden decking, for example, then the purple bird poo stain will stain the patio, it will stain the stones, and you're constantly having to try and find a way to keep them clean. So clearly here, you might want to sit there thinking, although it would be nice, maybe having shingle is better because the bird poo is less visible. It's easy to break away, it just disappears, and I don't notice it at much. It doesn't stain the stone. And if you actually start to consider what will cause you the maintenance 
before you lay down the hard landscaping, you will save yourself an enormous amount of time and effort factor and problems in just keeping the garden maintenance to a, to a sensible level. Now, in order to help you out, I have updated and rewritten the guide to load maintenance that I have on my website. So if you go to plantplots.com, you'll see on the sidebar, there is a picture of the low maintenance guide. If you click on that, you can then, we can get that sent over to you automatically by the power of the internet. Isn't it wonderful? And there's a 12 page guide on there, which will list all the potential pitfalls and all the sort of um, the hard landscaping materials that you use and what the maintenance elements of them are. So you can plan better as to what you're going to put in your garden. And it just gives you a few guide, guides and ideas about how to reduce the maintenance in your garden. But especially now, as we say, this is such a lovely time of the year, March. The gardens are just waking up. All the early flowers are starting to come out. It's a time we want to be out enjoying our garden. And under the current circumstances, just that ability to go outside and get the fresh air makes gardens invaluable places. So let's also make them places that you have time to enjoy being in them rather than thinking, oh, I've got to clear that up and oh, that's looking a mess right now. And possibly a little bit of a rethink and, and a replan can help you lower the maintenance of your garden so you've got time to enjoy being in it even more. This is only a short podcast um, today about planning for debris. I will put more podcasts on over the weeks. Obviously, life is very different. Um, doing the gardening doesn't seem to be quite so important in the current circumstances of the world. But, you know, life will life does go on. We have to make life as normal as possible. So please go out and enjoy your gardens if you can. Please stay safe. As always, you've been listening to Rachel McCartane of The Plotting Shed. Please do get in touch. You can send me an email, rachel at plantplots.com. You can go on our website. There is loads of advice on all aspects of gardening and garden design. We've got border design plans you can download in an instant for all parts of your garden. So please go and take a look. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Pinterest. Do like it too. Please subscribe. If you like the podcast, if you like anything that we do, you can go on the website and you could buy us a coffee. So thank you very much for your support and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening.